Hey guys, Maestro here, bringing you episode 209 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I am running through the 10 lessons that adopting the Maestro taught me. Yeah, I got a cat. All this and more, but first, DJ, gimme that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get Maestroized. Three, two, one. Hey guys, Maestro here, and thank you for joining not just me, but now also the Maestro for another episode of Maestro on the Mic. Uh, he is actually sitting right behind me right now on the top of my chair, sleeping. So maybe you'll hear him during this episode, maybe not, I don't know, we'll see. But uh, for those of you that don't know, I adopted a cat this past weekend, uh, and I lovingly named him Rupert the Meowstro. Right, he he seems to love the name. He's okay with it. And, uh, you know, I posted it on social media and the outpouring was incredible. It is by far the best post, you know, done the best in terms of the, the stats of any post I've ever done. Uh, and the DMs and just the comments. It was just incredible. You guys are so sweet. Uh, and seemingly you guys really love love and you also love cats. So that was remarkable. And I figured, let me hop on here, do an episode, because uh, you guys were asking. Um, and that's not like, you know, influencer speak. Like, a lot of you asked about my skincare routine. No, like, legitimately, you guys were asking, like, what's his story, things like that. Um, so I figured I'd hop on and do that, talk about that, and tie it into some lessons, right? Some things that I've learned already. Um, I've learned about a million things, but I, I narrowed it down to 10 things that I've learned and wanted to share them. Ah, he just jumped down and hit me on my head. Uh, let me just narrow that down to 10 things that I've learned. All right, so like I said, his story real quick. Um, I got I found him through Pet found, through Petfinder, uh, used their app. Uh, I put it, I actually wanted a, a blue Russian excuse me, a Russian blue, and uh, I had met one, like it was a human, right? I met one when I was in Australia and fell in love, and I was like, I want a Russian blue. So was looking for a Russian blue and not really finding one. I put it out on social media. Um, people were like, let's check Petfinder. So I just, for the past few weeks, have been looking, and the other day came across, I actually applied for a different cat, uh, and then didn't hear anything and then came across this dude and he's a lot of what I didn't want. He's definitely part Russian blue, but he's part something else because he's got long hair and he sheds. And part of the thing with Russian blues is not that they don't shed, but they're hypoallergenic and they don't quite look like him. Um, but his eyes in the picture, he just got me and he's on his back and you could see his belly and he's just so sweet. And they were like, he's more like a dog. So I went and checked him out and fell in love. So I got him from the shelter down in San Diego. 
And apparently he came from a hoarding situation. Um, I don't really know more than that, except they, you know, they gave him a flea bath. They gave him a antifungal bath, all other stuff. They neutered him and, you know, they'd just been, he's been in foster care and he was looking for his forever home, as they say. And I was lucky enough to get him. Um, someone asked, like, how'd you know? And it was just like, and you go there and he was just so friendly. I wanted a cat that was friendly that you could pet. I didn't want a cat that was like, you know, be standoffish. Um, and he, he was like a little bit like hesitant at first, which I respected. And then he came over and he was playing and he was on his back and I was rubbing his belly and he shed all over me. And I was like, this is exactly what I don't want. And I'm going to take you home. Like, I just couldn't leave him there at that point. So now I got him and I have a, a bunch of cat toys and a bunch of things that I'm just trying to figure out in terms of, do you need this? Do you like this? What do you want to eat? Litter, all these things. Uh, and so that is Rupert's story. As for the name, I just, I wanted to name, I love, I like the name Rupert for a cat, um, but I wanted to meet him first and see if he was a Rupert because um, I had some other names in mind. He looked kind of regal in the picture and then I got there and he's kind of goofy looking. He has good angles, but they definitely gave him, they definitely gave him that like shelter haircut because he had that long hair and he, he doesn't look super regal in all the angles. And um, actually, as I was driving him home, he got out of the bag because I was he was like meowing. And I was like, this seems mean to you. So the cat got out of the bag uh, and he, he was fine. He sat in the seat. He sat on my lap, but he was kind of klutzy. And I was like, you are definitely a Rupert. You are not some regal ass cat. Uh, so that's his name and it has stuck. So that's his story. If you want to know more, you can hit me up. Um, I don't really have more, but uh, if you want to follow him, he's he's at Rupert underscore the underscore Meowstro. I wanted to separate that so it's easy to see. Um, but yeah, you can follow him there and more stuff is there. So let's jump into this so I can keep it as a Thursday shorty. The 10 things that I learned from adopting the Meowstro. The top 10 things. So right into it. Number one, niche down. So yeah, this is a business lesson. The first few of these are, are most of these are business lessons, right? Niche down. Uh, after I got this cat, I realized I I have never had a cat of my own before and wasn't sure like what he needed specifically. And, you know, I, I was, had done some research before that and I didn't, this wasn't a rash decision. I've been thinking about it for quite some time. Um, but I was like, I don't, I, I got to figure things out now. And because he has long hair, the advice that everyone was given, giving me wasn't always applicable. So when I'm searching for things, I was like, this is a perfect business lesson. I was looking for specific things. I would love for, you know, to find help from the cat person or the person who specializes in Russian blue cats with long hair, right? That would be incredibly niche, but there are people with these cats and I would pay to learn more and to have them tell me like, this is the best litter we found. This is the best kind of food, X, Y, and Z. So when it comes to business, niche down, I get it can be difficult for the in-person kind of things as you're worried about the number of people who can walk through your door. But in the digital space, the number of eyes is so high. Niche down, be specific. Number two, Remember your audience, right? Remember who you're talking to. When I'm reading these blogs, like, they actually did a really good job with it. Um, but it's not something that I, it's something that I do not see, you know, in like the physical therapy space um, where within PT is like we're using language that they're, that our customers can't understand. Uh, so, you know, I'm reading these things about, I've had so many, down so many rabbit holes. I'm reading about litter and I'm reading about different kinds of food and they're all using words that like I can understand, Um 
oh, there he is, you hear him, that, that I can understand. Whereas I see oftentimes, it's, you know, and again, once again, in the PT movement world, using words that like your people don't know, they don't want to understand. So remember who your audience is and speak accordingly. Uh, number three, embrace unsubscribe. So I, I said earlier that this post that of me adopting him actually did the best that I've of any post I've ever done but I also lost quite a bit of followers that day uh, and it was the only post that I did so you know logically we could draw that connection there that it was because of that post and you know people either concerned that all I'm going to do is talk about a cat now and it's just funny because now I'm posting about this cat or doing a podcast about this cat but either way people were feeling some kind of way about it and that's fine, right? Let them go. I see it too often in business where people are worried about saying things or they're like, I don't know if I want to write this in my newsletter because then people unsubscribe. Good. It means they don't want your stuff and that's okay, right? Stop trying to sell shit to people who don't want it, okay? So big thing there, embrace the unsubscribes, whether it is an unfollow on Instagram or an unsubscribe on um, you know, your newsletter or whatever. Embrace it. Number four, kind of on the flip side of that, love your people hard. So while I did lose a bunch of followers in that time, I also just the outpouring from you guys was remarkable. Absolutely remarkable. Best post by far that I've ever done. Something like 3,000 likes on it, something like 400 comments on it, just insane numbers. All right. And, and quite a few share, uh, shares and saves. So to me, what that says is, hey, yeah, those people left. I could focus on those people who don't want my shit. Or I could focus on all these amazing people who are here for it, who want to support me. And Meowstro, right? Who, who love what I'm putting out there. Embrace and subscribe is number three. And number four, love your people. Love them hard, right? I, just, just focus on the ones that want you. Number five, and now we're kind of moving into some kind of life lessons. Uh, it's okay if some things don't get done, right? This is about boundaries, setting boundaries. Uh, when I got him, like he became priority for those first few days. Um, I want to make sure that like he settled in and his health and just making sure he keeps eating. And th those are really important things. And you guys out there that have families, you guys understand this and know this. And this was a large part of the reason I wanted to adopt a cat was to change my responsibility and like start loving something else and, and not just have things be about me. And uh, it's you know hopefully you listen to the episode from this Monday with Deanna Schober, um, and she talks about you know moms and and that how they need to make sure that they are a priority, um, and so one of the things that I've learned and seen and I'm very much okay with and was working on this before but now it's like even easier is letting things go to the next day. So I think before that it starts out with really good planning and being like what can I get done today what's important but then also if like something doesn't get done doesn't get done. It's not the end of the world. And I think that we're also seeing that and, and everyone's realizing that now with, with Rona, that like it, nothing is do or die, like with our list, our to-do list and such. Like it can wait till tomorrow. So number five, it's okay if some things don't get done today. Number six, if you want to stay up all night, sleep all day. Yes, I said that. That is straight out of my personal experience with this nocturnal cat. Uh, this dude sleeps all day, and then he's awake all night like a little asshole. Uh, but I still love him. 
So it's, it's a very true fact there, right? Like uh, what, I, what I'm kind of going at getting at with that, in this, in a, uh, I guess all jokes aside, but not really, um, is sleep. It's important, man. Like these cats, these animals will remind you. Uh, I got that whoop band and I love it. I'll drop the link in the show notes. Uh, but sleep is hella, I'm SoCal now, important. So if you want to stay up all night, sleep all day. If you want to get your shit done and, and be working at peak physical and mental capacity, get your sleep. Uh, number seven, be okay with trial and error. I am a playing scientist right now with this food. Also, cat food is like full of shit. Uh, so been asking a ton of people, Meredith Root, boop, boop, thank you. You've been so helpful. Uh, Courtney, you've also been so helpful. Uh, but I'm asking people about, uh, oh, and Laura, can't forget about you. Like the food preferences and things like that. And I'm probably going to end up just cooking for this dude, to be completely honest. Um, but be okay with trial and error. Right? I'm figuring things out with the litter box. I'm figuring out things with the litter. Um, and that's that's science. That's that's how we do everything. That's how we figure out what exercises work for us, how, what shoes we like, uh, you know, what coaches we like. This is everything. We need to be more okay with this process of try something, see if it works, See if it fits, you know, give it a little bit of time and then pivot, you know, change it if as needed. Number eight, be a beginner at something. It is so humbling and I think it's such a good reminder of what it's like being there. And I think a lot of us work with beginners and we kind of forget what that's like and, you know, how it can be overwhelming or... uh, just the questions that you might have. Like I'm literally Googling like the most basic stuff because I'm a beginner at having this cat and taking care of this cat. Uh, So whether it's a sport, you know, maybe you don't go get a pet just to learn how to be a beginner, but go be a beginner at something and remember, you know, the value of really good instruction uh, and the value of when people, you know, use language that you understand and when people niche down. So you're like, oh, I can trust you. And like, this is this is a credible source, right? So go be a beginner at something. It's humbling and it's also just you learn so much. Number nine, tying into that, there is comfort in community. Right? We know as humans we just in- inherently seek community and such, but I can't express to you just how amazing it was, just the, the outpouring. I, 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 so you guys know, or maybe you don't know, when I check all my Instagram stuff in the mornings. Now I ride the assault bike while I check it. Uh, Just kind of like, why not? And the day after I got Rupert, I spent over an hour just responding to comments and DMs, just such kind words and, you know, unsolicited, but very kind and very like nicely given advice and just, just great. And it was really, really comforting because that first night was tough. Um, also Rupert sheds a ton that's exactly what I didn't want and I was like maybe I'm allergic to you um you know he he likes to play at night he had a bathroom accident in the morning and I was just like what have I done and there was just so much comfort in community and people being like yep that happens it's worth it trust me trust us sending pictures of their cats sending you know advice about you know how they got through some of the stuff and the things that they've done and there's just so much power and so much comfort in community. So that's one of the things I try to build whenever I can is that sense of community. And so you guys, whatever you're looking for, you know, if, you could, if you're not finding that community that you want, build it. 
you know, create a Facebook group, put the feelers out there, ask your friends to start your own mastermind, um, because there's just so much comfort in community. And then lastly, number 10, forgive. Like I said, Rupert came from a hoarding situation. I tell myself that he wasn't like abused or anything, um, because that breaks my heart. It absolutely breaks my heart to think that he was. Um, So I'm going to say that he wasn't, but this dude is so full of love. He's sitting on my lap right now and I'm petting his neck and he is just so full of love and he lets me pet his belly all day long when he's not sleeping under the bed and all I can think about is like this dude didn't come from like some amazing life like even if he wasn't abused he was like in a hoarding situation and based on his haircut he wasn't really taken care of that well and yet here he is forgiving Right? I, I, I think that they learn from those mistakes, those, those, I don't want to say mistakes, it wasn't his mistake, those past experiences, but he's not holding on to that. Like He's sitting here and he's just like trusting again. And so I think that we can learn so much from that. Just whatever that shit is that we're holding on and it's holding us back. Right? Forgive. So I'm looking at the time. I should be wrapping this up. Let me run through these things again. Right. Number one, niche down. Number two, remember your audience and the language you're using. Number three, embrace those unsubscribes. Number four, love your people and love them hard. Number five, it's okay if some things don't get done today. Have some boundaries. It's okay. Number six, if you want to stay up all night, sleep all day. Number seven, be okay with trial and error. Scientific method there. Right? Number eight, be a beginner at something. Super humbling, so many lessons from it. Number nine, there is so much comfort in community. And last, but definitely not least, forgive. All right, practice forgiveness. So there's my Rupert story. Uh, for those of you that are surprised and like, I don't know if you were a cat person. And I'm like, I just love animals that want love and they give love. And that's what he does. Um, also, he's a bit more independent than a dog. My goal is to not be traveling again this year, not nearly as much as I used to. Um, but if I do have to travel, then I would like something that has a little bit of self-sufficiency. I've already got um, sitter, a sitter for him. So we're good with that. Uh, and, you know, I heard a really good quote after I got him. One of you guys reached out and you were like, cats, excuse me, dogs teach us unconditional love. Cats teach us to love unconditionally. And I was like, holy smokes, just blown away, right? It's so good. And it's, it's something that I was looking for in my life and, you know, learning how to, how, to do, how to do more of that and have things be about more than just me and my world. So here we go. We are growing and thank you for listening to 20 minutes about a cat and the experiences uh, surrounding that. And uh, yeah, that is all that I got for you guys today. I'm not going to ask for any likes, any subscribes or anything like that, because I know that for some people I'm already asking a lot by asking you to listen to this episode, because maybe you hate cats. Uh, and I understand that. So just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the subscribe you've already given. Thank you for the, you know, uh, reviews you've already given. Thank you for the interaction. Thank you for the support. If you did reach out on social media or you reached out in any way, shape, or form, just thank you. 
All right, officially wrapping it up. Until next time, friend, Yastro and Maestro.